You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to HHWJ. I'm here with the usual suspects. Say hi, Tom. Hi. And hey, Dave. Hi. And we have Mr. Ryan Duffy with us today. Ryan has been with us for two and a half years now. It only took him a little over a year to get voted into the flight training. And now is he is our store leader of Auburn Hills. Killing it over there. Hey, Duffy. Hi, guys. Thanks for joining us today. It's awesome to be here. Welcome. Thanks, Dave. Auburn Hills. Where's that? Tom, you know where that's at. Downtown Auburn Hills? Downtown Auburn Hills. It's bustling. It is. We get to spend a lot of time together down there. We do. We do. It's fun. What's your favorite part of being in Auburn Hills? Uh, well... It saves me about 20 minutes out of a drive every morning. It's all of four miles from my house. And, you know, getting to spend time with my team every morning has kind of changed my perspective. What's your hot spot in Auburn Hills? Hot spot. Well, Dimitri's. A, Dimitri's is the hot spot. They actually named a bar after me down there. It's actually called Duffy's Pub. Ooh. And that's in our back door. Not sure if you know where that's at. If you've ever been there, Jamie. I've never been in your back door. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> completely average <laughs> what's going on downtown auburn hills right now oh i mean tommy knows they're building uh what do we have condos going up there's uh there's a lot of construction happening so right behind our building uh design house is an architecture firm is building a looks to be maybe a twenty thousand square foot mixed use retail bar um offices and luxury apartments so sweet excited to watch that go up and then there's a like i don't know like a three or four hundred unit luxury apartments going in across the street so i think i feel like that area is honestly in the next three to four years like downtown auburn hills is is gonna be on the map do we know if those apartments or condos or whatever they are are they rentals are they able to be purchased or do we not know i believe those are going to be rentals for yes. the, co- the college kiddos right they're trying to hit that niche you know yeah. auburn hills has a lot going on they have a lot of headquarters they have oakland university and um i think the reason why auburn hills looks like a ghost town sometimes is because there's just not enough people that are living within that area that could walk because the downtown is really really cool it's beautiful uh, it is cool i mean we just saw yesterday the the new splash pad for the Ooh. kids is opening up uh June 21st, I saw. So that'll be exciting. Get get some families rolling down there. I like the Muldoons in Auburn Hills. You don't it's one say. of my favorites. You don't say. Mm-hmm. I've won more money in Keno there than anywhere else in my life. And it's really dark. Is that why you like it? I love, yeah, I love it. So yeah. good. Well, because cool. people can't see what I really look like. Right. Yeah, works out well. Got a Anyways. great face for radio, Jamie. <laughs> I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, all right, back to Duffy. Duffy, what did you do before you came to Real Team? Um, before I came to Real Team, I started my college career in Grand Rapids. I went to Grand Rapids Community College. Uh, played football there, played baseball there, uh, got hurt, came home. Um, really didn't know what I wanted to do, so I started coaching football. Uh, and that brought me into the teaching field. So I did my student teaching. Uh, I woke up every morning miserable. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I just, you know, Why? So, why? Um, coaching football and teaching was completely different. Um, you know, football kids kind of have that respect for you um, just because they know they have to or, or they're going to run. Um, and it's just different now than, you know, when, say when we were in, in high school. Kids just don't have the same respect. But So you, you couldn't make the classroom run if they didn't listen? Uh, that's correct. You cannot <laughs> make children run. Okay. Did you get into teaching because of football? Is that really why you want to be a teacher? Exactly. Okay. Exactly why. Um, and then, you know, I waited tables for a while and, um, my wife got recruited before me to real team. Well, that makes sense. She's way better than you. Who recruited your wife in? The uh, Hirsch. The Hirsch. Oh, Ken Hirschman. Yeah. Shout out. Kitty. Yeah. CMU fire up chips. That's, you know, That's right. they knew each other from them. Cool. Um, and then, uh, then, then I, you were here. then I was here. So how long did you serve for? Uh, all the way through college. So I waited tables for about 10 years. Okay. What do you, do you think that? serving helps you or hurts you in any way in what we're doing now? Oh, no question. It helps. I mean, you're dealing with people's needs and wants on a daily basis. Um, you deal with tricky situations and different backgrounds and different clients, and it's pretty much what we do, just houses instead of food. Can we go back to football real quick? Oh, yeah. 
I love comparing sports to business. Okay. Can you illustrate some of the parallels between football or sports in general and, and real estate and business? Yes, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I grew up in sports, so just having that competitive edge, it's, it's very similar to real estate. It's a competitive market, um, in business in general. Um, I mean, discipline is key in our business. And when you're playing sports, especially in college, um, it's, it's a full-time job, right? So you have your routine, you get your routine down and it's very, very similar to what, what my day to day kind of looks like now, just without the physical activity. What does your day to day look like, Ryan? Um, so my alarm goes off at five Oh five. Um, most days I go to the gym. Um, obviously haven't been there recently as much as I want to be. Obviously. Um, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no. And then I, uh, I come home, I get in the shower, um, let my dog out, get in the truck, and get right to the office. You know, as soon as I get to the office, I pull up our stats from the day before, our team stats from the day before, our sync notes for the week, um, and then go through my emails from the night before. What do you uh, listen to on your way to work? Um, I listen to a variety of things, um, but typically I listen to Tony Robbins or um, Eric Thomas. They have podcasts, and they also have a couple audio books I listen to. So you listen to their podcasts? Uh, here and there, yeah. Do you, do you listen to the HHWJ podcast? I do. I do listen to I'm away to, to work. Does it get you bumped up? <laughs> He's one of the 17. <laughs> I'm awesome. one of the 17. I was, I hey, was we're con- growing, okay? You are growing. <laughs> 18 now? Okay, cool. I was confused what HHWJ meant for a while. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I thought, you know, knowing Jamie, I thought it was Happy Hummers with Jamie, but... Wow. wow. So I do give a Happy Hummer, though. That's the word on the street. <laughs> Um, all right, so you have been, I'm going to go ahead and change the subject. So you've been the CSL of Auburn Hills for a month now. Yes. Right? Yep. Um, what have you learned about yourself in the, the last month, if anything? I don't know if it's anything I learned about myself. I think it's really learning how to grow into the role that I'm in. Um, you know, being an agent, you focus on your day-to-day of... You know, you get there, you prospect in the morning, and you worry about your clients. When you, you know, you take over a store, you're worrying about that, but you're also worried about what your agents are doing and their prospecting habits and making sure they're doing the right thing to succeed. So, I think they're Uh, succeeding. I agree. How do you, how do you lead them without? them feeling like you're micromanaging them because you just said you worry about what they're doing right so like a normal person if i'm like you're worried about what i'm doing i'm like get the fuck away from me like i'm fine i'm mm-hmm. doing my own thing so like what do you do how do you lead is that the question yeah. really is like yeah. how do you lead people okay. yeah. you know i've always been a firm believer in leading by example mm-hmm. so if you lead properly they're gonna follow so if you do the right things and you're also telling them what to do and you're doing those things i think it, it just comes with time they're gonna follow you and you know, follow you blindly, and I think that's kind of where the ones that I have are are starting to do that. So it's great to see so far. Agree. You got a pretty successful store already, right off the rip. I would be actually, I wouldn't be surprised if they won a coin for the best store their first month on the Gecko Board, right? Their first month in production, the first month that counts, they yeah. might win the coin because you don't have a big crew, right? right? And everybody knows that the best store. It's volume divided by active agents. Well, they right? changed it. Yeah, they changed it's minimum it. uh, divisible by ten. Uh, by ten, divisible by ten. Okay, so you're not going to win that. No, but um, <laughs> no, we got a lot of you, you got a long way to go. But I guess what I'm saying is um, the the stat that I really like to look at is truly volume divided by total amount of active agents. And if you look just at that, not divided by ten, but just how productive is each one of your agents. He, I think he would beat any store in the company right now, not only because of his own production, but because he's got – how old is Dylan? Dylan, it just turned 20. Just turned 20 years old. The kid did a million dollars last month. Right. He's got Zach Yost who – Is 22. Is 22. He's a hammer. Super, super quirky, but like just a quality, quality guy. He's a yeah. great human. And he, he works so hard. And he, I don't know. He just – you've got really good people. Mm-hmm. Andriana's great. Toko's doing well for you, and that's it. That's all you got. 
Mm-hmm. We got four people. What about McCracken? McCracken's coming, and he's just, I mean, him. he's three weeks or four weeks into the business and just got a 300K locked up. So Sweet. He's going to be good. He's going to be good. Hold on. So do you think that it is feasible and or possible for a brand, I mean, so McCracken just hit a 300, right? Mm-hmm. Well, how did he get that 300? Uh, it, it's one of his investments, SOI? actually. So it's okay. Kind, so kind it's an SOI. SOI right? Okay, so it's possible to do a deal right away. Oh, no question. A lot. You'd be surprised. A lot of our new agents do that. Actually, I, I've I've been look. I've been studying what our zero to six month agents do. A lot of our zero to six month agents will have more production in their first six months than our six to twelve month agents. Why do you think that is? Because they burn through their SOI and then they're stuck. Because I think a lot of them take like, you know, they post on Facebook, I'm in real estate now, this is what I'm doing. And they get that quick business, that quick SOI business right away. Mm-hmm. But then it's the six month to 12 month where they're just like, oh, they don't know what to do. So it happens. What do you guys, like, I'll go around the board here. What do you guys think, like, what is the, I mean, everyone's got their own way of getting their own business, right? Getting business in general. What's the best way to just get right into it? Like Tom said, SOI. But you know, when you work your SOI, I think it's if you you treat this is where I'm at. My business now is I don't work our web leads anymore. It's SOI and SOI referral. So I think jumping right in and doing a great job and speaking from Dylan off his million dollar month was ninety percent SOI or SOI referral. So wow. I'm gonna appeal to the other portion of our company who doesn't have SOI, like myself. Because- whoa, 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 stop. There's not anybody in our company that doesn't have SOI. Okay. So who doesn't have a strong SOI? Okay. That's fair, right? Right. But everybody has people that they know that they're close to that's going to buy or sell real estate. For sure. Okay. So I'm going to appeal to the people who don't have like a big SOI, whether they didn't grow up in Michigan or whatever it may right. be. I'm with right. You. Okay. So you appeal to people who want to sell their house. And I mean, everyone knows this is what I'm going to say, but you. Get really fucking good at first sale by owners and get really fucking good at calling expired leads because those people are literally raising their hands saying, hey, I want to sell my house and it's not sold yet. But yeah. we beat our heads against the wall in our street dialing and like doing all these things because it's easier and it's more comfortable because those people aren't as assertive or like that first sale by owner hurt my feelings or whatever it may be. But like we literally have people in our database, raising their hand saying, hey, I want to move, and we're too scared to call them. True. Can you go back to, like, the SOI, though, right? Because I feel like that might be, like, um, something that's holding you back. If you tell yourself that, man, I just don't got a lot of SOI. I grew up up in Arizona. Now I work for Real Team, and I don't know anybody in the area. Like, and then that's where it stops in their mind, right? Like, so I can't do SOI. So they hop on Mojo and just start calling the streets or calling the, the database that's there and sync. You can create an SOI like that, right? How, Tom? 100%. I'll give you an example. Put on a shirt right. that says real right. estate and actually be a little outgoing and talk to people. Join a dart league, you know, go golfing. I mean, whatever you want to do. Here's the thing. If you want to grow your SOI, find out first what you like to do, right? What do you like to do? Do you like to, I don't know, do trivia at night, right? So start doing the the bar trivia scene, wear your shirt every time you go, and boom, you're going to have an immediate SOI. Like I feel like though it's a, it's a limiting belief that people have that they give themselves the excuse that I don't have an SOI. Well, maybe you don't, but it, it, literally you can have one tonight. No, that's fair. And that's what I was just going to say, because obviously I don't have friends and family around here until I came to real team, but I go to the gym every morning and I have a minimum of 55 real team shirts. And I promise you, I wear a real team shirt five days a week to the gym. Mm -hmm. Have any of them bought or sold with me yet? Absolutely not. But they're noticing it or they're asking me about it. Right. 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 And just to feed off that, I mean, a quick story, I was getting my haircut and I was wearing my real team polo and... The lady that was sitting next to me was waiting, and she said she was trying to obviously get me to hook one of my friends up with a girl who cuts my hair. Um, but you, you said know, obviously as if that was very one obvious of my friends. She, they, one of my friends. <laughs> That's like saying um when you say obviously for no reason. Right. Like, no, not obviously. It's not obvious. Anyways. We have no idea what's going okay. on. Okay. Any, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> All right. No. No. Let's go back because I think she was really trying to hook up, 
but he had his ring on. I had my ring on. Right. Right? Because he's married. He's a married she, man. She was, she was also, she's also 58, come to find out. But Ooh, I like she, that. <laughs> <laughs> she asked what I did for work, and I pointed at the realty and real estate, and she said, you sell real estate. Hold on. Sorry. Time out, guys. We have a caller. <laughs> oh, boy. Who do we have on the line? Hello. Ryan, <laughs> a wild Ryan oh, Callahan. Oh, this is Cali. This is the guy. I've heard about this guy. He closed two million dollars in real estate last month. Is this that guy? This is the same Ryan. Yeah. Oh my Whoa, goodness! Wow. We are absolutely Holy. blessed to have you on the phone. Thanks for calling in, Ryan. Ryan, real quick question before we go: If you had to give yeah. up one thing, it w- which one would it be? Real estate or uni- University of Michigan oh, athletics? Uh, <laughs> Ooh, that's a good <laughs> question. <laughs> In its entirety, this this cold turkey done. Yes. Uh, real estate. Wow. <laughs> wow! We all knew the answer. What do you mean? Seventy five percent of his wardrobe is University of Michigan. <laughs> the other twenty five is real team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love hey, that. Hey, uh, Callie, how'd you how'd you come to real team? Um. So, basically, uh, one of my good friends got into real team or got in real estate and joined real team, and uh, who he kept harassing me. Ryan Duffy. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, he uh, kept harassing me and telling me that uh, real estate would be something good for him. And I think we always kind of, we always kind of aligned. We were going to college for the same thing. We both had uh, jobs. I heard you were both that, quarterbacks, decent quarterbacks. We both both were decent quarterbacks. Uh, both decent baseball players. Both, uh, yeah, all that fun stuff. And uh, we both uh, had jobs that we knew weren't careers. So he knew I wasn't happy, and he found what made him happy, and yeah, eventually I gave in. I have a better question for you. What were you wearing the first time that you came into a real team office to quote-unquote interview? This is going to be an amazing oh, answer. Well, so, I, don't, I don't even know. So, I do. This is, this is a true story right here. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of rumors going around, but this is actually what happened. Um, so I told you, they kept trying to, trying to get me in, trying to get me in. Eventually, uh, I spoke with some other agents at real team, they were trying to get me in. And, you know, I eventually, I finally had a bad day at my other job to where I said, you know what, I am going straight to this office from work and, and I'm going to see what they're all about. So I got told, come check out the office, come hang out, come, you know. So I went straight from work. I was wearing jeans. I was wearing a Michigan Jordan quarter zip and a Michigan hat. Nope. Love so, that. Straight Again, from South Warren. My, my first answer. Glad, it, um, glad I didn't interview. And then who'd you sit down with? Uh, Ken Hirschman that day? The first time I, first person I sat down with was actually Kevin DiVirgilio. Okay. Uh, Shout out to Devo. The reason it was Devo first is because I actually, I was blowing Ken off and I, yeah, so it was awkward. Um, I walked in, I met Devo and I was like, hey, this guy seems cool. And then when I walked out of the first meeting, Ken was in the office, and he's like, "Oh, hey!" I was like, "Uh oh." <laughs> hey, hey, man. So, hey, uh, Callie, I got a couple questions about your buddy here, Ryan Duffy. When when did you guys first yep. meet? The first time we met actually was uh, we were both about you know seventeen, eighteen, and we were playing summer summer uh, fed baseball against each other, and basically the way those leagues used to work is say there's like 10 teams in the league at the end of the year they'll put like an all-star team together and you'll go to you go to a tournament out of state or something and we played against each other and then we ended up on the same all-star team together and we actually like we roomed in fort wayne uh some some tournament when we were so we're like 17 18 wow that's great so why do you think well first of all do you think duffy's good at what he does uh (laughs) Yeah, no, stuff is great. Um, I think a lot of it is comes directly from that sports mentality and that coaching mentality, as far as you know, dealing with dealing with kids, dealing with people in general, just knowing how to talk to people and knowing how to motivate people and persuade them to do, you know, commit them to do what you want them to do. Um, from your perspective, from your perspective, what do you think he could do to be better? Um. In all honesty, it's the things that I thought that he possibly could have done better. He's he's doing much better just with repetition and you know get getting out there and doing things. I think at first 
we both we both were like we'd go on listing appointments together and i think we both kind of weren't very confident and kind of i don't know soft-spoken not really assertive especially like on those listing appointments we both kind of did the same thing and uh as time has passed i've seen him his confidence grow and and that's really reflected on that as well hey kelly thanks so much for the nice answer what is something that duffy can do better because he's not perfect Um, says you what's something that duffy could do better i don't know like Maybe respond to text messages. Or- <laughs> oh! <laughs> I love you, buddy. <laughs> Last question for you, Ryan. You ready? Yeah. Who would whoop whose yeah. ass in a street fight oh, between you and Ryan? In a street fight? Yes. No Maybe weapons. You know where I'm from. You can't, you can't bring... <laughs> <laughs> love that answer. All right. Thanks for calling, Callie. We love you. Hey, nice month, Callie. Congratulations, man. You're hey, when are you coming on the podcast, buddy? Oh, his invite's coming soon. I didn't ask you, I asked him. Okay. Soon, soon. So love you guys too. Have love you, buddy. Show. All right, man. Bye. Yep. Bye. Oh, Callie. Well, anyways. <sighs> that, was, that was fun. I love it when callers call in. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I agree. Um I have a question, Duffy. Who, if anybody, at real team or maybe outside of real sounds team. Like, this sounds like a spin the bottle question. Yeah, Jesus. Right? Where, are you, where are you going? Do you want to make out? <laughs> Not right now? No, okay, Got it. We'll talk about it later after the winner's dinner. Yeah. Actually, okay. there's a hard no. Um. All right. So who, if anybody, do you look up to, model your business after? Is there one person, a couple of people? What... I mean, how did you like find your path? It's not like you just jumped in and you were like, okay, this is what I'm doing. No, absolutely. And this kills me to say it. Danny Schick, Danny Schick, Danny Schick. I know one of them is Danny Schick, but it, as much Who? as Danny Schick, our, you know, our can fearless. Can you spell that? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can come get his trailer out of my driveway. <laughs> no, but uh, in all honesty, it, it would be Danny and Devo. Um, you know, just watching those guys practice what they preach every day, is, it's a phenomenal thing to watch. Um, I still learn from them today. Um, I hate admitting that. I hope Danny doesn't listen to this one. He doesn't um, listen yeah, to right. He's Exactly. <laughs> he quit after 20 seconds. He, li- he listened right? to his own, then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but definitely those two. Um, they are, uh, you know, it, if you're going to model your business after somebody and you're new in this business, I would watch those two work. So it's it's fun to watch. What specifically is it about them um, that, that makes you feel that way? I think, you know, you know, for for Danny, it's just being relentless, um, and for Devo, it is. I know we all joke around, but I think he. I seriously think he's a robot. Um, having that routine every day that he goes through, it's it's crazy. So um, it's admirable, right? It, it's absolutely like, admirable. Um, I think you know, it's you, annoying. I know you do, but it is. It's annoying and admirable. Yeah, it, it is. It really, really is. I can't do it. I'm not. I can't do it. I mean, maybe I, that's my excuse because I'm lazy, just at heart. But I can't do what those guys do, and right. I feel like trying it would be. I mean, oh, to try to be them would I mean, be so difficult. I mean, Danny would either call do it or you don't. Right? Is that the thing? Yeah, yeah I mean, either that real, type or real not. talk right now. Yeah, like, is that the thing? Because I feel like I feel like that's past me, man. I don't know if I can do what they do. You're probably too old to start at this point. I don't think you're too old. Probably. You look great, though. <laughs> you do look great. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> I just thanks Ginger for the shirt. (laughs) Stitch fix. (laughs) (laughs) I think you said it. You either have it or you don't. I mean, Danny's. I know I'm calling him Hot Wheels, but he's rolling around on a scooter, still going to the gym at five thirty in the morning. Well, and do you notice like he won't let you hold the door for him? He wants zero help. No, he he lets me help him because it's me. (laughs) Anybody else tries to help him, he's no. What do you mean he was carrying like? Two coffees in a binder and something else, and trying to go to his truck the other day at HQ, and I was like, I was like, "Hey, bud, you want me to help you with something?" No, 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 I hey, got it. And I'm like, "Okay, good you, job." Good I luck. saw his scooter today, and that put a basket on it. <laughs> of course you did. And Stop then I it. put streamers on the handlebars. <laughs> <laughs> He's yes. got a bell, streamers, and a basket. It's so good. Oh, oh man. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. But again, like that guy, like why did he break his foot? Not trying to do one wheelie. He it, that wheelie wasn't good enough. Yeah, he thought he could do a better wheelie, so he mm-hmm. did another wheelie, and then almost like hit a rock and killed himself. But he, he like in his mind, you know, his mind works. He's like, 
oh, that, we, that wheelie wasn't good enough. Let me pull another one real As quick. As if anybody was watching him and he's putting right. his own Oh, it doesn't matter who was watching He doesn't do it for Anyone other else. people. Yeah. This is the question that went through his head. He asked himself an open-ended question. He was like, how can we improve that wheelie? <laughs> <laughs> so annoying. Um, That's All right, Duffy. So you said Devo and Danny yes. are the two people. So what is one quality that you want from each of them with, like, the exception of, like, they're robots, they're routine, like, they're super structured. Like, do you have a quality from each of them that you would love to possess? Um, I don't know if it's a quality. I would just say it's a, a way of leading, you know, as far as the way Devo leads. I, you know, I guess you kind of try to model. I try to model my way of that um, just by leading by example. And I guess it's a, the same for Danny, right? I mean, it's not very often you see one of the owners of a company jump in and, and start doing doing what everybody else is doing, right? Mm-hmm. So even during a dial session, when he's on the phone in the middle of the range, it's I, I mean that's that's what you want in a true leader. So which which he is like he's he's the guy that shovels the shit. Yeah, like he he'll he's the guy that will do any job, right? Any job that it takes just to move forward. He's he's a frontline guy. Like that's what I ask about everybody. If I'm going to war, do I want this guy in my foxhole? Mm-hmm. Right, like. That is the guy I want in my foxhole. Right. I agree. Another question for you, Ryan. Yes, David. This is a good one. What do you have that you bring to real team that real team needs? Wow. Um, I would just say my consistency. Um, I'm I'm there every day um, practicing what I preach, so. I would just say consistency. Dig deeper. We already have consistency. We have Devo. You just talked about it. What else do you have? I thought it was a good answer. I didn't. Dig deeper. <laughs> oh, Jamie. Um, <laughs> what, what do I have that real team needs? I, I Put me on the spot there. Um, I, good I job know. answering the question. I was going to say, I thought a good consistency was a good stumped. answer. Stumped. Yeah. Consistency is good. I mean, consistency is good. He, d- I mean, I'm consistent. He's like this guy. I show up at eight every day. Walk in between eight and eight oh seven every day. This guy is already there. His people are on the phone. He's got the coffee brewing. Like it, it, you can set your watch by it. It's just it's the same thing every time. Do you get bored? No, I don't get bored. It doesn't get boring doing the same thing every day. No, no, no. I get fucking bored. I do the same thing every day. I wake up at the same time. Get a bagel. Yeah, I do everything. I get to the whatever office I'm going to. I get there okay, at the same time. And some days I get Let's talk bored. about boredom, okay. right? So that's such a great excuse to not do what you're supposed to do. Is like I'm bored, right? <clears throat> and and we all we all feel it. But let's let's put boredom on the scale of is it? Would you rather be bored or or not be able to? Whatever, pay for your car payment. I would rather be bored. Okay. Would you rather be bored or not have a career? I would rather be bored. Okay. You'd rather be bored. <laughs> get it. So can we get comfortable with being bored sometimes? Because, God, dude, it's it's boring to call the same people mm. over and over again. Not only is it boring, it's hard. But – is it hard Why, though? But is it hard? No, it's not hard. It's it's um, mentally challenging. I don't know. Mentally difficult. I I don't know what it is. Mentally but draining. Mentally draining. But like, if that's the toughest thing, if that's the the worst thing that can happen, is that you're bored doing something. Like life's not so fucking bad. You know. Yeah, you know who's not bored? Roofers in the middle of the summer. They're not bored. You know why? Because it's hot as fuck and they're carrying <laughs> shingles up a ladder. I just said that yesterday. Like that that's not boring. Right. Right? So you could go do that. That's not boring. There's so many other things you could do that are not boring. So if we can just embrace the fact that sometimes it's boring to be consistent, I think we're going to be better. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Duffy, what do you think of 
the new negotiation team we're building? I, I mean, I think it's great. I think we're taking steps into growing, right? Um, I mean, I was lucky enough to to use you right away because um, we had a little bit different structure. Hold on, can we can we speak to the new people out there? What is first of all? I'm I'm two months with Real Team. I don't know what the negotiation team even is. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Dave, what does it mean to have a, a someone negotiating on your behalf? If you have a negotiation team, what happens? Uh, your stress levels go down a little. Um, they're still there. Um, they mean mainly, in my opinion, it's leverage. Right, you have more time to do what is going to make you money, which is finding going out and finding new business. While um, you know someone on the negotiation team is handling. An appraisal or the negotiating between uh, the other agent and the and us uh, representing our clients. I mean, there's, it just gives us a lot of time to do what's going to give us more business. Perfect. So, Duffy, what do you think of the new negotiation team we're building? I mean, I think you picked the right people for it. Granted, I you know I haven't used them. Obviously, I've I've used you my entire career. Um, so, I think you've picked the right people um, to do who, that. Who is that? I, Ashley Edwards, um, who, you know, I spent some time in St. Clair Shores and I know the dedication that she has. So, and, you know, obviously I've, I've used Andrea a few times and, and I think she is a wonderful person as well. So I think we picked the right people for it. Perfect. What would you say to anyone outside of their five deals that thinks that Fuck, the splits are already so high anyways. Do I really want to give an extra .05 away? What would you say? Because you thought that at one point because we were friends and you got out of your five or ten deals or whatever the fuck it was. It was ten back then. And we were friends and I was like, all right, bro, are you going to let me write the offer for you or what are we doing? And you're like, Oh, you Jamie, were, like, you were hardcore so, pressing them. You were oh, prospecting Duffy. I yeah. had to prospect. I had to prospect everyone. That's where I got my business from. Prospect me when I started. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> you look like you're gonna be good. Um, but you were correct. You were nervous about it, right? You were like, listen, that's an extra .05. So on a three hundred thousand dollar deal, you're paying up four hundred bucks out. You already have your splits. Do I really want to do that? So we have people that are that feel like that right now. What do you mean? I felt like that when you started. Calm down. Oh. You um, did feel I like just, that. I would just inform that we have another caller on the line. Oh, who is We it? have another caller. Who's this? Who are we speaking with? Hi, this is Danny. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who texted it? <laughs> <laughs> Danny, Ryan was just saying such nice things about you. That's a lie. <laughs> Hello, Ryan. What's up, Hot Wheels? What's up, buddy? I'm actually scooting around as we speak. You don't say. I heard you got some new, uh, new additions to that scooter. I did. I got a nice basket. Uh, the tassels are now off, though. Scooter bling. Who, turns, who takes tassels oh, yeah. off? Tassels are a good time. Why wouldn't you always have tassels? Hey, Danny, on? you figure out how to do a wheelie with that thing yet? <laughs> um, with the right balancing point, yes. Jesus. <laughs> little, little bunny hop. Leave it to you to try. A little bit. A little bit. Hey, Danny, I, just just for for all seventeen listeners we have out there, <laughs> can you tell us why you're on a scooter right now? We want to memorialize well, sure, this moment. Tom. Sure, Tom. I'd love to. I uh, I had a little dirt bike fall and uh, happened to break three bones in my foot. So okay, can we go yeah, a little deeper on that? In the middle of summer here. So yeah. so as go, I go was three wise deep. Yeah, let's go three wise. So first of all, um, I heard it was a long straightaway in a parking lot with boulders at the end. Is that right? That is correct, Tom. Yes. Okay. And so how many wheelies did you do in that sprint from the beginning to the end? One more than I needed to. So oh. I did two when I should have done one. Okay, let's talk Mr. about – Foster let me down this time. Let's talk about the second – plus one let, let me down. Let's talk about the second wheelie. What yeah. After the first wheelie, when you put the front tire back on the ground and you're safe and sound and you could easily like – downshift and put the brake on and turn around for another one wheelie. What in your, what was going through your mind? Like, God, I just got to do this second wheelie. I still had 40% of the runway left. <laughs> that was, yeah, that's pretty much the answer we thought we were just talking about it. So we were talking about it. it. We were, we were thinking that you yeah. were like the, 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 we thought that the, 
thought that went through your head was, God, how do I make a wheelie better? How do I do a better wheelie than that what last can, wheelie? What, what, what can I do to influence this wheelie? <laughs> well, no, I was looking to just maximize the available. There yeah. it is. Yeah. Maximize it. It comes, to, it comes back to the waste. You didn't want to waste yeah. the other 40% yeah, of that runway, true. right? Yep. Hey, exactly. Uh, anyhow. Danny, you're obviously here with Duffy. So you were um, one of the people who voted Duffy into becoming a store leader, correct? Correct. Why? Uh, the dude's competitiveness, and uh, from the beginning, he had that just grind and will to. Uh, I mean, he was he was beating me in to turn on the coffee pot in the morning, which I appreciated from day one. To be honest with you, um, that was one of the first signs that uh, he was going to make it and turn into a leadership role. Is that your number one indicator, Danny? Like, do do you feel? And there's no right or wrong answer here, but do you feel like people that show up early, that are in the earliest, are going to in like typically be the most successful? Probably not, but just like you know how I am. For, for me, it just stands out as just putting, giving yourself a potential head start or step ahead. Um, there's definitely people out there that have extremely high skill and don't necessarily do that. I mean, Dave Smosky's in the room, right? Naturally, yep. Dave would not come in the office first. And now he's in a CSL role. He clearly does. Um, but prior to that, he, he could lead the board in production and not necessarily come in at that time. So there is a correlation. I wouldn't say it's a direct correlation for every single human being, though. Okay. Danny, I have a question for you. You ready? Yeah. You have to give up one of these two items, all right? Extreme sports. Okay. Snowmobiling, dirt biking, jet skiing, that kind of stuff. Skiing. Skiing. Or your, just, your sheer desire to maximize everything and, and minimize waste. Which one are you giving up? Um, I would honestly, I my that's my passion currently in life is the like the helmet sport stuff is very fun. So, I mean, I I would be okay not like eliminating the waste part out of my life. Thank God, I, I was going to. I think about that part. Wait a minute. Oh, thank God. Okay. Good answer, man. Wait Good answer. Your snowmobiles are in my Good. driveway. I'll keep them there. Hey, Danny, I have a question for yeah. you. Um, if let's say. We're, we're all out like it's a team event. Maybe we're at Duffy's cabin, a bunch of people up there. We're hanging out, and you've had maybe seven or eight whiskeys. Oh, yeah. Duffy's got seven or eight whiskeys in them. Two-part question. Number one, <laughs> he challenges you to a jump off to see who can jump higher. Who wins that? I win that. Okay, and then... He gets mad and says, let's have a fist fight. Who wins that? He kicks my ass. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I have one more question for you, and then we'll let you go, Danny. We asked Callie this question. Um, He didn't really give us a super great answer. So you knew from the beginning that Duffy was going to be a leader. He was voted in as a leader. Now he's doing amazing at Auburn Hills. What is something that Duffy can improve or do better to become a better leader at Real Team Real Estate? Identify identify his own one and three year plan. Write out the massive action plan on how he's going to attain it, and then look at it daily so we can make sure he has continuous personal growth. Great answer. And only man. he can do that. But we can make him do it, right? We can make him do it, but we, like, he's got to answer that part for himself. For sure. right. If it's going to truly be effective and work long term. Agree. Do you think that you need somebody holding you accountable to achieve something like that, Danny? Like if you have a big, big goal for yourself, a big lofty goal, do you think you can do it alone? Once again, I would say it depends on that individual, but it damn well is going to help you get further faster if you have somebody else looking at you every single day or holding you accountable to make sure you're pushing yourself to the level you said you were going to. If it's just yourself, you're going to say, well, 
fuck it. I felt like taking today off. It's easy to cheat on yourself. So easy. Exactly. All right, so buddy. Danny, Danny, one one more question, and then we'll let you go. I know you got to scoot, scoot, scoot to somewhere. <laughs> but uh, I'm scooting off to St. Clair. Yeah, we'll see you in a little bit. Where are you going to St. Clair, Danny? I'm going to dinner. Wait, didn't you tell what me what kind coming? of dinner? Wait, hold on, hold on. I saw a decline on the calendar. That's I did the only too. Wait I'm a coming. minute. What's going on? It's all a curveball, guys. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Called you two hours. Like a little slight all of right, hand. so we all know what greatness coaching consists of. We all know what it is. So, Danny, real quick, on the spot. I know this is going to be tough because you take this seriously. Can you give our Ryan Duffy three action items real quick to complete by the end of this calendar year? Send me an email. Send you an email or do it right now? No, do it right now. No, do it right now because this is like like when you're on a podcast, this is it public really as it gets. happens. This is public as it gets. So this shit's got all to right. happen. We have all 18 people listening, so holding him accountable. Just three, Danny. 18? Who, who just tuned in? <laughs> well, there's four of us here. There's you. So we have Callie's 12. for sure listening. It's six. <laughs> Jamie talked my wife into it, so she's listening. Seven. Three action items. All right. So three action items. All right, number one is go to the gym every day, every day you intend on it, every business day that you say you're going to. Is that a fair number one, Ryan? Yes, Daniel. Tie down number one, complete. You want to help me with number two? I'm going to let you. What area of life you want it to be in? Um. I, I, can I can I throw it out? Yes. I want it to yeah. be in the category of leadership. Ditto. Yeah. So, Ryan, let me ask you a question. How many how many team members do you need to have consistently in your store to have an A buzz? Well, right in now, a given day? right now we have uh, five, so I need all of them. Um, you know, having having Tommy and Range helps, but. Definitely need all five in the store. But how many so bodies you four, do you need there? When you have four, it's hard to have that A buzz. When you have three, it's really hard to have that A buzz, right? It is, but I'm going to be honest. I, I have a great core that no matter what, I agree. Whether there's four, two, or one of them in the office, we still end up with you know our appointment goal. You do. So I know you have a challenge to your team to go four and one every single week. I challenge you to make sure you can go four and one. Every that's, that's just this month, right, Ryan? I would say through the remainder of Q3 going four and one. So, excuse me, through the remainder of Q2 and throughout Q3, go four and one. Got so it. lay it out. If you know you're going to have light days, figure out how you're going to get some resources from other stores to create your energy and your buzz so you guys can win and control your own day, your own path, your own destiny. Like it. All right, so what I'm hearing is go to the gym every business day. Number that's two. One. Number two. So if he says he's going to. If it's right. an excused absence, that's cool. No, he said he is. Number two is have the basically go four and one every week is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Number three. This is where Ryan comes into play. So in your personal life, Ryan, yeah. you know, what do you need to do? What do you need to commit to just to make sure that you can live that counterbalanced life? Um, and you don't just burn out from working your ass off all the time. I hear a vacation coming on. It is. And uh, I know, Danny, you and I talked about it in Greatness Coaching a couple months ago. Um, but plan a business trip for my wife and I to go on together. Um, Tony Robbins and Rachel Hollis are coming. So that is something that we want to do together. Um, now I just have to book it and go to it. Cool. So that action item is we're going to identify the date you want to have that booked by. Correct. So what's. What's a smart goal for that? Um, I'm going to say by the end of June, um, June 30th, just because cool. I have to sit down and talk to her about dates. Perfect. So we got three action items. Awesome. Love that. Does that work, Tommy? Danny, I, uh, I appreciate everything you are and everything you do, man. Thanks for being on the <laughs> phone. Thanks for calling in. We'll, uh, we'll see you a little later. Maybe looking forward to a steak and a Hummer. How about you? <laughs> That's his <laughs> bell. Oh, that's All incredible. Right. Well, that's, that's Danny Schick, everybody. Oh, uh, so glad he called in. Me too. Um, all right. Well, it's 344. I know. Can I ask a question? Of course you can. Okay. Okay. Um, I just have some some weird questions. 
that I like to ask. One, my favorite, and this is – I stole this from Tim Ferriss. What is the best purchase that you've made in the last 12 months for less than $100? Less than $100. Yeah. I, I have a slight clothes addiction. Um, less than $100. Ooh, that one polo is a good one. I like that polo. You like all my polos. The up. Under Armour. Oh, yeah, there it is. Uh, I just bought a driver shaft because I couldn't figure out my driver. So it's got to be the best purchase I've is made. Is it a stiff shaft or is it a flexible shaft? You don't ask dumb questions. It's stiff. You're correct. Okay. Uh, I got it for $58 on sale on Amazon. I'm uncomfortable. Um, and I, you're not uncomfortable. And I fixed my drive. Um, I went with Devo Grand wow. and Cali. Really? Yes. Are you passionate about golf? Oh, I love golf. Big fan. Do you do you uh, belong to a golf club? Uh, no, I don't make that much money yet. Okay. When you do, which golf club are you going to join? Um, probably Red Run, just so I can beat Devo on a daily basis. Wow, that's a tall task because I know that guy can golf. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite you? golfer? Tiger Woods always has been, always will be. How old are you? Twenty nine. So you can get the junior membership. <laughs> No, 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 no. Seriously. Like, they have a really sick deal at Red Run for junior members. <laughs> All right. Well, Kim, when you're listening to this, I'm going to get the junior membership. Hey, so, Red Run's a mile and a half from my house, and that's full pool access, baby. Hey, Duffy, when you feel overwhelmed or unfocused or kind of you've lost your focus temporarily, mm-hmm. what do you do? Uh, I get up and I take a lap around the building, as I'm sure you've seen me walk around that building. Change your state? Change your state. Um, I got it from Tony Robbins, actually. Um, I give three click, uh, three quick snaps, and I get up and walk around. Exactly. Cool. Yeah. And you do that still? Oh, I still do it. It's oh, amazing. Absolutely. So this, we probably get a lot of these, and I'd love to hear your answer and Dave's answer, but we'll start with Duffy. What are some bad recommendations that you hear in your profession in the area of expertise? Like from clients? No, just just bad recommendations that you hear. Yeah, for, for, like other people that do what you do that are just bad recommendations. Um, I mean, <laughs> there are a lot of bad agents that we work with um, on the other side. So just hearing some of the remarks that come Which out. Which one of them. strikes you as a bad recommendation? Um, let's see. Most recent. Um, Saying that they have, um, you know, saying that they need an appraisal waiver on a house that has been on the market for 106 days and <laughs> had no offers on it. So, I mean, I, I get what you're trying to do, but right, we're not that dumb, right? Right. So that's the most recent I can think of off the top of my head. Davy, um, bad recommendations bad in the real estate world that you just like, you know, like you got you got real estate agents out there that are trying to get the deal, so they're just recommending X, Y, Z. What's what's the What's a reoccurring bad recommendation that you use? Uh I wouldn't say reoccurring, but I have heard it a couple different times. But for going an inspection entirely is, I think, really, really silly. It's not really wise, especially if, uh, like, if you know it's multiple offers and you know they're calling for highest and best, let's say, in two or three days, call your inspector and get them out there to take a quick once over, at least if you're going to try to strengthen your offer, right? I mean, they're not that busy, the inspector. They're very busy. <laughs> but you can get them in. If you have a relation, if you if you as an agent has a relationship with an inspector, you can usually make something happen. Yeah, Jimmy, bad recommendation. Uh, I mean, I hear just them a all constant up. bad yeah, recommendation hear you hear them, out there. Yeah, I hear them all the time. Um, I think the most recent one, and it wasn't even like I wasn't part of it, but I just like saw it happening. Is there's a for sale by owner? Obviously, a lot of agents call for sale by owners, right? Um, initially the for sale by owner was listed at 189 and it said like the description was 189 or best offer, right? So they're motivated. So one of our agents puts in an offer and like the same day that he puts in an offer, the sellers sign a listing agreement. Keep in mind that the for sale by owner was on the market for 37 days and didn't sell the same day that he put in an offer. They signed a listing agreement. The next day, it was on the MLS for guess how much more? Two hundred five. Correct. It was on the market for three percent more because right. the agent just increased the price by three percent to get the listing. Correct. So that's probably the worst Would recommendation they ever. They haven't sold. 
my buyer walked away, or the buyer, it wasn't my buyer, but one of our agents' buyers just walked away. And so now that poor seller's got to sit there, now because that they're they under contract, right? they got to sit there in that listing agreement for the next six months or however long at an, on an overpriced house when they needed to sell right away and they had a buyer. Correct. And they were already overpriced to begin with. And they we came to verbal terms with them. And then they signed a listing agreement because this agent, however, spun it like, I'm going to get you so much more money. Yeah, let's. The reason you don't have an offer is because you're not on the MLS. Let's bump up the price twelve grand. And stupid. now this poor fucking seller literally is going to sit there and not get one showing because they're 10% overpriced. Let me guess. It was a franchise agency. It was. It was. Dirty franchises. Duffy, so, I, got a, I got a couple quick questions for you. You have to give up one. Oh, God. This is, this is your question of the day. You got to oh. give up one question. Though. You got to give up one. Golfing or hunting? Oh Jesus! Oh, gosh, that's bum bum bum. Well, wow. golfing you can do more often than hunting. I know, but hunting well, is so good. Such just like kill something, it feels so good. And they're good. so different from each other. That question's yeah. terrible, Dave. Pick one. You gotta pick one. You man. have ten so, seconds. All right. Well, I Nine, am giving up eight. golfing. Sex or celibacy? I'm celibate. <laughs> sorry, babe. I'm sorry, Cam. <laughs> I love you. It's fucked up. It's really fucked. Favorite up. beer. IPA, I don't have a favorite one. Uh, M43, IPA. Favorite rap song? Ooh. Uh, we Dumb Boys. It's <laughs> a hot song. That's hot a good song. one. You're supposed to do this in threes, and I really it's, don't have a third it's, question. It's Saturday afternoon, 3 o'clock. Your wife's out of town. You're sitting at home. Nothing going on. What do you do? Tom, you want to go golfing? Yes. There we go. No one wants to go golfing. What do you do? You can't repeat it on on air, man. Come on. I don't, know. I don't know. I check the internet, see what's going on. <laughs> or, or Jamie calls and is already sitting on my couch. So oh. I don't, I don't. that happens a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm hanging out with your wife. Cool. Uh. See you later. So I, I, I know we got to wrap up soon here, but what are we going to do, Duffy? What are we doing after this? I'm wanna... super excited. I get to spend the entire afternoon with you guys at the winners' dinner. What's uh, that for Q1? Um, it is for top sales, top written. Um, top. I'm sorry. Top listed, top written, top close. Uh, there's an effort piece in there. Um, and if you hit your first million dollar month, so um, anybody that gets a coin, a coin, correct. It's coin so, dinner. Have you been to a winner's dinner? I have been to two. What are they like? How, yeah. Um, I don't really remember the first one. <laughs> I'll be honest. You uh, you fell down and had a concussion or something or no? I drank heavily. Oh, gotcha. Um, okay. But no, they're they're tons of fun. I mean, it's it's just great to get out of an office setting. As much fun as we have in the office, it's great to get everybody outside of the office and, and have as much fun. Cool. Love that. Well, thank you for all you do. Thank you, guys. Um, it's, it's been fun. You're, uh, you're, joining, man. you're part of the core, man. You are, and we appreciate you more than you'll ever know. Aw. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me, guys. Unfortunately, this is recorded, so everyone heard me say that. Liar. All right. We love you. Um, Next podcast is... Our very own Ashley Edwards, the new Ooh. negotiation specialist. So everyone tune in for that and have a great day. Bye.